Welcome to the Ingenious Podcast, a snapshot of future B2B marketing trends and use it now tips. Learn to be wildly effective in professional services. Each episode features experts with new ideas for your branding and competitive success. Welcome to the Ingenious Podcast series, your digital business development toolkit. We are going to dig deeper into the missed opportunities and myths of digital business development to help you identify new opportunities to generate leads and close deals. This podcast is for business development professionals, marketing leaders, and niche leaders in professional service firms and associations. I'm your host, Natalie Klein, and with me for this series is Christine Nelson, my fellow communications consultant here at Ingenuity. Using examples from our decades of work in professional services, you'll gain Use It Now strategies to implement digital business development tools and avoid common mistakes. Thanks for being on the podcast again, Christine. Hey, thanks, Natalie. Yeah, it's great to be here. I think we're flipping roles a bit today and you're asking me the questions, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Because we're talking about the myth of digital ads and what to do about it. This is definitely an area where I have sometimes consulted on ad copy that goes into the ads or perhaps creating a resource that people will click through to uh, to generate leads. But Natalie is really uh, someone who's done a lot of research on digital ad campaigns, platforms. And so I will be asking more questions of her today to really like dig into this. So Natalie, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. All right. Well, when we first talk to our clients about digital ad campaigns, they often have a lot of ideas about what digital ads are or they've heard things from vendors about why they're a benefit. And frankly, some of them are myths we've found. So we're going to address the myths of digital ads and then we're going to dig into how you can use digital ads effectively to support a smart digital marketing strategy. It's really all about bringing leads to your website or creating awareness around your brand. So Natalie, what are some myths that you often encounter when discussing digital ads with professional service firms or for associations? Well, there's a myth that digital ads are an easy solution to getting leads. You set up the ad campaign and the leads should just roll right in. But really the truth is that digital ads can be very effective for lead generation but you have to set up a clear strategy before even writing the ad copy and launching the campaign. And it really is a long game. You have to be willing to invest the time into creating an effective ad strategy and getting the results. Another myth is that they're expensive, but they don't have to be expensive if you set your budget and then monitor click-through behaviors to make sure that you are getting quality leads. Otherwise, you need to adjust your message to get the leads you want but the budget really does depend on which platform you decide to put your ads on. And another myth that we hear about is that digital ads can work very well on their own. We always recommend that digital ads are set up with a very specific purpose, such as for an industry or a niche, and that it supports a whole firm or association marketing campaign. Yeah, that's very true. Um, When we work with clients, we rarely see digital ads as the be-all and end-all of marketing strategy. We're talking about professional services or associations talking about member benefits. 
So the ads should be designed to support your content and resources and bringing leads into conversation, um, drawing them to your website and inviting them to take some kind of action. That's right. Digital ads really can be ineffective if they aren't tied in with your overall strategy. You need to be sure that your ad strategy supports your firm or association goals. For example, if you're looking for new leads, you don't want to set up a bunch of ads that are going to click to your home page because it's not directing your visitor to a clear action step and you're leaving that desired action up to the visitor. You're not telling them what you want them to do. And an ad to generate leads should really require some type of communication or email sharing by that visitor. It's not meant to be a nurturing type of marketing. It's a direct response. Oh, that's a really good point. Direct response is like, take this action now. Whereas nurturing mm -hmm. or awareness marketing is like, hey, we want you to get to know us. Here's our business card. Mm -hmm. We know you're shopping. You're not really ready to buy. But if you're looking at a direct response ad campaign, you want a specific action to happen. Exactly. So it's always important to understand where your potential leads hang out and then determine the right ad to attract them. So let's talk a little bit about deciding where to set up your ad. There are oh, yeah. a few really good options. Uh, Google is a great platform for brand awareness, website visits, and lead generation. You can do a whole lot more as well, but these are the main ones we tend to focus on with the clients that we work with. You can reach a broad audience all across the world. I don't really feel that Google is quite as customizable as some of the other platforms and that if you do customize too much, you can leave a large chunk of your audience out of seeing your ads if you get too focused on like an industry or title because really not everyone will share that level of detail with Google. So it tends to sometimes get lost in that targeting. So it's, we don't recommend that type of targeting with Google, but if you want to get a little bit more focused, we will recommend LinkedIn to our clients who are looking for that highly strategic lead generation approach. And this is because you can really just hyper-focus your audience and you can do this based on the industry, the title, their education, as well as their location. You can also employ a lead generation form that auto-fills with their contact information, and then it provides you with a report containing your new leads information. Facebook, it can really be a great platform when you know that you have an active audience on there. So you have to know where your audience is. And you can focus in based on the interest since this platform has a more personal element to it. One example of this could be, for instance, an ad campaign around tax planning for the adventurous person who doesn't want to sit in your office or on endless calls with you to go through their tax planning and preparation. They want someone that they can build trust with who really just gets to know them and provides that personal touch they're lo really looking for. And this is where you can reach a very specific demographic with a very, very targeted message. So as you can see, Christine, each option really does have its pros and cons, but it, it comes down to knowing your objective and that will help to create a clear strategy. So tell me a little bit more about that because these seem to be the primary channels that professional services or associations use, Google, LinkedIn, Facebook, that's where their mm -hmm. audiences tend to hang out. 
Um, but when you're working with a client, how, how do you help them choose which option is right for them? That's a good question, Christine. I guess where we start is, is looking at the first consideration of where is their audience? If you're promoting a job opportunity, you might look to Facebook or LinkedIn. On Facebook, your employees might share that job out. It's a little bit more personal. Everybody spends time on Facebook. And LinkedIn is known as that networking job platform, so it's, it's a reasonable option. Now, if you're running a campaign to reach out to referral sources and you find that you usually get your referrals through attorneys or other professionals, you probably want to focus your ad strategy within LinkedIn because that's where they're going to be residing. You really can't target them as well on Google just because, again, you're not always going to have all of the information you need to target a specific industry or a specific title. And sometimes the decision will just come down to budget. Facebook and Google ads can be very affordable options. I have run effective Google ad campaigns for as little as $5 per day. So it doesn't have to be expensive. LinkedIn, now they have a daily minimum that's around $10 per day. And knowing what your minimum bid has to be per click can kind of be a little bit of a mystery until you set up your ad. Um, Google's very transparent on the cost per click when it comes to keywords and phrases. So there's a bit more control up front. Uh, the workaround I've, I've figured out with LinkedIn is I have to start creating a possible ad scenario and then cancel it just so that I can get an idea of what the budget would be that would be required to run that campaign on that platform. But you know, in spite of those hoops, I really do like LinkedIn as an ad platform and, and we've gotten some great results for clients on there. Yeah, and that you know kind of leads us to once you've chosen the platform, um, what are the elements of a strong digital campaign? You talked about setting up a possible ad scenario and testing it out, um, looking at keywords. How do you know your ad campaign is set up right? Well, ultimately, you're gonna know if it's set up right if you're meeting your goals. The thing with, with ads is that it is a little bit of a test and see scenario. Now, when it comes to knowing what those measurable results are, that can be a little bit more challenging to define, especially if you're doing a brand awareness campaign. If your goals are to get more visits to your website, you'll be able to take a look at your analytics through Google Ads and Google Analytics, and then you'll see those traffic results and whether or not your audience is engaging with your site once they get there. Um, it, now, in a lead generation campaign, you're going to know if your ad campaign is properly set up by how many leads you're getting. And once you qualify them, you'll know whether or not they are effective leads. And whether this is measured by the number of people downloading a resource or the number signing up for your newsletter, you're going to have some measurable and clear results in that instance. So tell me a little bit more about that measurement and, you know, monitoring your ads, making sure things are working. What's What's involved with that? Because I know our clients might wonder, well, is this something we can do in-house? Do we need to outsource it? Like what's really involved in making sure that you're not wasting your money and the ads are actually working? Well, if you have somebody in-house who knows how to run a, a campaign, definitely utilize them. You can always consult with somebody like Ingenuity who can help you with optimizing it or give you a second set of eyes. 
but if you don't have that experience in house, you really do need someone who understands how Google Ads works, how to look at the results, because again, you're looking at Google Ads and Google Analytics. So you have to have someone who knows how these analytics from both platforms tie in together. And you have to be consistently testing and monitoring your ads for effectiveness. It, like I said, it's, it's kind of this, this situation where you create it and you see how effective it is and then you optimize it and then you keep moving that needle forward in that way because even once you have a fully optimized ad that's doing well, that can fluctuate. And when we're managing an ad campaign for our clients, we do monthly reporting with recommendations to optimize them. We will look at the trends to see whether or not an ad is just in a lull or perhaps it does need a few edits to the ad or the landing page. And you can run an ad campaign for three to six months. We've done this for clients very effectively, but you really do have to be intimately aware of your audience and market for that timeline to really be effective because it's so short, it's so condensed. You don't have as much time to do the test and see to create that, that optimal optimization. So we do recommend a longer time if the budget will allow. Uh, one client we manage a Google ad strategy for has been running their campaign for a number of years. And they have a few areas their ads focus on and one is tax related. We know that after tax season ends, there tends to be a little bit of a lull in their ads related to tax. Their impressions are very low and their clicks are even lower. But towards the end of every calendar year, and especially as tax season kicks into gear, these ads get a whole lot more traction. We saw this this year. We, we told them, let's just sit on this ad for a while. Let's just, it's okay. It's not doing anything. Nothing's wrong with it. Just sitting there. But then if we do capture a few leads, great. And they were fine with that because they pay per click, not per impression. So we just let these things run. And, but being aware of that trend allows us not to be alarmed when this does happen every year because we know it's going to, so we expect it. So what it really comes down to is you have to know your organization, you have to be familiar with your audience, and really know how to adjust for the fluctuations that you're going to see within your industry or whatever market you're in. Digital ads really are just a long-term strategy that needs to be tied into your overall firm or association goals. And you just, you cannot expect immediate results if you really want to run an effective campaign. And just to clarify, impressions are the potential audience that sees the ad, correct? And then click-throughs are people who've actually taken action and clicked through to the ad to see what they're going to get. All right? Exactly. Okay. And, um, you know, you, you talked a little bit about, you know, letting ads just kind of run their course, even if they're not getting a lot of impressions. What about um, if you're finding that the ads are getting the wrong kind of leads or spam, which can be a concern for some clients? That is definitely a concern. We've seen it. And it does take some adjustments. Sometimes it comes down to what keywords you are using, especially in Google. Uh, you can take a look at what keywords are bringing people to your ad. Not only the keywords you've associated your ad with, but the search results too. So we will, in addition to the monthly reporting we do, we go in and we monitor the accounts that we manage campaigns for, and we take a look at all of these searches that 
bring the audience over to this ad and anything we don't want, we add to a list of negative keywords so that any searches that have to do with that no longer bring that, that audience over there. So it creates a little bit more of an effective ad that way. And so this is where I talk about constant optimization. There's all this stuff that goes on behind the scenes that our clients don't even know we're doing because we don't have to tell them. It's just, it's that little maintenance stuff that it really doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't require their approval. It's us knowing them, their industry, and what they're trying to achieve with their ads. And then anything that's larger, such as an ad edit or editing that landing page, that's where we, we will go to them and, and let them know what's happening, what we're seeing, and what needs to be done to further optimize that ad. So there are a lot of strategies you can take to make sure you're getting that right traffic on the back end. And that's also why it's important to have someone managing your campaign that understands how all of this works. Right, and we don't want to give the impression that digital ads are so complicated that you don't wanna try them because they can be a really right. cost-effective strategy. They're running 24 seven for you when mm -hmm. leads are looking for your services, which is a huge benefit these days when you know people are doing a lot of their research online before they ever decide to contact someone. Um, person to person. So the takeaways you want for today are, you know, just don't believe the hype that digital ads are an easy button, but also don't believe that they're expensive and complicated. You have a, a good strategy in place. If they're set up well, you have a very specific goal for um, moving leads into a digital conversation, capturing email, um, getting the conversation started with cold to warm leads and getting them to take more mm -hmm. immediate action with your, with your marketing, um, this can be a really good tool in your toolkit. You should give your campaign at least three months, I would say, to monitor and adjust for better results and continue to review, monitor, optimize as you go to get better results, and then make sure mm -hmm. to choose your ad channel wisely. Um, the social ads are sometimes best, but sometimes you want to go with Google for a broader range. And in my area of expertise, make sure the messaging and the content that visitors see is really attractive and makes them want to click and find mm -hmm. out more information and that you're, this, what you're promising in the ad copy actually matches what they get once they click through because you don't want to look like clickbait where you're promised one thing and then you get something else or you get an error or something. So you want to make sure that that all flows into your website and the content you want them to see and that it matches the promise. Any other takeaways, Natalie? Those are all great takeaways, Christine. Sometimes it's your ad messaging and sometimes it's your landing page and content that needs adjusting for those better results and to meet your goals. But you don't know unless you have a clear goal and strategy with your campaign. If you have any questions about whether a digital ad campaign is right for you, you can always call us here at Ingenuity. We'd be happy to be your source of information, guidance, or even help you out with that campaign, whatever you need. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've looked at campaigns that are already in process. We've, we've had clients where we found they were spending way too much money and they could just adjust a few things to get better results. Mm -hmm. um, or we've started from scratch. So 
wherever you're at in that process and learning about digital ads, we're here to help. Well, thanks, Christine. It was fun to uh, chat with you again today and continue on with our digital business development toolkits. We did do a podcast last month called The Tragedy of Content Without SEO, and we have another one coming up regarding the secrets of successful sales professionals. So be sure to watch for that next podcast coming out. And if you missed our first one, head on over to wherever you listen to podcasts and check it out. Yep. Thanks a lot, Natalie. Thanks, Christine. Thanks for listening to the Ingenious Podcast. If you like this podcast, please leave us a rating or a review wherever you listen. Visit the show notes for this episode and all episodes at ingenuitymarketing.com forward slash podcast.